0: This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation to Visionathon today at vision.org.au.
1: If you are running around saying, God cannot use me, I can't do anything for God. You are making a mockery of God's plan for your life.
0: So, what's God's plan for your life? Hello and welcome to Leading the Way with pastor, author, and international Bible teacher, Dr. Michael Yusuf. Today on Leading the Way, Dr. Yusuf offers a glimpse into the life of the Apostle Paul, called by Jesus to share the gospel with the world. But the Bible also tells how he spent time in prison for answering God's call. And if he's anything like you or me, he may have entertained some feelings of failure. Yet it was because of prison he was able to declare the gospel to be kings and authorities, impacting more people than ever imagined. With practical stuff for you directly from the life of Paul, here's Dr. Yusuf beginning this episode of Leading the Way Audio.
1: Have you ever had a dream to do something great for God? Have you ever had a dream that you could accomplish mighty things for God? And then obstacles came your way, difficulties had arisen in your life, opposition mounted. Circumstances were just not favorable. And then you gave up the dream. I mean, if you had ever had a vision for God, or I should say God's vision for your life, and then for a moment or two, an hour or two, a day or two, a month or two, a year or two, You were on top of the world with that vision. You were on top of the world with enthusiasm for wanting to accomplish the vision that God has given you. And then somebody discouraged you. Somebody told you that it is impossible. Somebody came and poured cold water over the fire of your vision. Well. I want you to listen carefully today because this message can be used of God to renew God's vision for your life. This message can be used of God to rekindle your passion for Jesus Christ. This message can be used of God to renew your God-given dream. This message can be used of God to encourage you today. Encourage you to overcome human tendency. will encourage you to overcome natural inadequacies. It will encourage you to overcome the surrounding circumstances. When the Apostle Paul encountered the resurrected Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus in Acts chapter 9, The Lord Jesus confronted him, as he is not persecuting the church of Jesus Christ, but he was persecuting Christ himself. And then he said to him, he said, I want you to get up, and I want you to go to the city of Damascus, and there you're going to meet a man by the name of Ananias. Meanwhile, the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ spoke to Ananias, a godly believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, who lived in Damascus. And he said to him, he said, Ananias, I want you to go and see Paul. Saul of Tarsus was known then. And his knees began to knock. His heartbeat was racing. He said, Lord, do you know what you're talking about? This man is known to imprison Christians. This man is known to arrest Christians. This man is known for killing Christians. Lord, do you know what you're talking about? And here's what the Lord Jesus Christ said to Ananias, In Acts chapter 9, verse 15. The Lord Jesus said to Ananias, he said, Go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles. And listen carefully to this one. And to kings. Some translation says kings and rulers. And to the sons of Israel. And here it is. In one verse. The Lord Jesus Christ spelled out His vision for the Apostle Paul and for his life. That was God's vision for the Apostle Paul. What was it? That He would testify to the name of Jesus before kings and before rulers and before people in power and to the Gentiles and to the sons of Israel. Listen carefully, please, what I'm going to tell you. Before Paul was born, God had a vision for his life. Before the foundation of the earth and the earth was created, God had a vision for Paul's life. It is true to say that if you are a child of God, Not just child of God by creation. I'm talking about a child of God by rebirth, by regeneration. If you are born again, if Jesus is the Savior and the Lord of your life, then I want to tell you that God had a vision and has a vision for your life. Not just a vision to redeem you. Not just a vision to save you. Not just a vision to adopt you, not just a vision to choose you and elect you, not just a vision to sanctify you, but a vision to use you. If you are running around saying, God cannot use me, I can't do anything for God, I am not gifted, there is nothing that I can accomplish for God. You are making a mockery of God's plan for your life. You are making a mockery of God's election and call upon your life. You are making a mockery of God's sovereign plan for your life. You are making a mockery of God's vision for you and God's dream for you and for your life. Listen carefully. Any halfway decent parent has a vision for his or her child. Listen. We work hard, we save hard, and we put all of our life savings in good schools and good colleges. Why? Because we have a vision for our children. But then, listen to me carefully then. If the best of our vision for our children, the best of our vision for our children cannot be compared with God's vision for each one of His children, At best, our vision for our children pales in approximation to God's vision for His children. Our vision at best for our children is flawed in comparison to God's vision for each one of His children. God's vision for Paul spelled out here in Acts chapter 9, verse 15, that he would testify before rulers... Before kings, for the name of Jesus. And then, in Acts chapter 26, that vision becomes fulfilled. This vision takes place. But listen to this one. You see, between Acts chapter 9 and Acts chapter 26, there has been a whole lot of difficulties and obstacles and barriers Between Acts chapter 9 and Acts chapter 26, there has been a lot of suffering and pain for the Apostle Paul. Between Acts chapter 9 and Acts chapter 26, there has been a whole lot of endurance on the part of the Apostle Paul. Endurance of starvation, endurance of stoning, endurance of lashing, endurance of misunderstandings, endurance of impoverishment, endurance of insult, endurance of imprisonment, endurance of mockery, endurance of all kinds of hardships and suffering. But the dream kept on burning. And the vision kept on moving forward. Because it's God's vision. Not something Paul concocted, said, I'd like to do this. From the time of Acts chapter 9, Paul had experienced so much joy in seeing people saved, or so much difficulty and problems as well. In Acts chapter 9, particularly verse 15, God told Ananias about his vision for Paul. I have no doubt in my mind that Ananias told Paul at some point. And in Acts chapter 26, Paul gets the opportunity to witness to the name of Jesus before the king of Israel, King Agrippa. Kay Arthur, in her book, Lord, I Want to Know You, said the following. She said, our world, for the most part, lives for today. To most, the future seems uncertain, so hopeless that they have lost their vision, and therefore live only for their immediate happiness. Without vision, people perish. Then she goes on to explain what happened during the Korean War. She said that the majority of our men who were taken captive never tried to escape. She said that was unprecedented, especially if you compare it to World War II. They were resigned to prison because they saw no future. They had lost their vision. Their hope was gone. They gave in and were absorbed by their captivity. How terrible. And then Kay goes on to conclude that this is what has happened to so many Christians. They have lost sight of the blessed hope. They've lost sight of their God-given vision. I pray God that today will be a day for the renewal of your God-given vision. I really have very briefly three things that I want to share with you. These are three things that Paul was able to overcome because of his God-given vision. Young and old, listen carefully because I submit to you this day that when you know and obey God's vision for your life, you will be an overcomer like Paul. I am absolutely convinced that most of the prolonged defeated Christian life It comes from either not knowing or not obeying or forgetting God's vision for your life. I'm convinced of that. I am absolutely convinced that most of the inability of Christians to be overcomers results from not knowing or not obeying all forgetting that God has a vision for every one of you, regardless of your age and regardless of who you are. You see, here's the problem. No doubt Ananias told Paul, but do you know how many years, not just between... The time of Acts chapter 9 to Acts 26, but even the time when Paul knew that God has given him that vision to the time he began to preach, well over seven years, some people actually think it's 10 years. Can you imagine the length of time and the endurance that he was able to, to endure simply because he knew that this was God's vision for him and God never lies. And if you do not know God's vision for your life, I submit to you that you better start today. Ask Him, God, what is your vision for my life? He will show it to you. I remember from the time I knew what God's vision for my life was to the time when I began to even experience the very beginning of it. Eleven years. Eleven years. Nobody can blame me for not knowing. I knew. But God and His sovereign plan let me wait that long. I want you to look with me at those three obstacles. Those three things that God's vision in Paul's life has empowered him to overcome, and they will empower you to overcome also. Number one, he overcame human tendencies. Secondly, he overcame natural inadequacies. Thirdly, he overcame surrounding obstacles. Let's look at the first one. Because of God's vision... For Paul's life, he was able to overcome human tendencies. What are these human tendencies? Well, I can tell you in Paul's case, after two years in that stinking Caesarean prison, it is a natural temptation for him to wonder about all of God's vision. Is this, what's this all about? It would have been easy for Paul to question even God's vision. It would have been easy for Paul to say, I might as well cooperate with the authorities. I can get out of here and go over and get me some decent retirement. It would have been easy for Paul to say, I have done my part. I have preached the gospel around the world. I have had three grueling missionary journeys. I paid my dues I have been faithful so far I have served my time let me give an opportunity for somebody else I want to get out of here these are all human tendencies they're all human tendencies our human tendencies often say somebody else will do it our human tendencies often say somebody else will be more effective somebody else is better off somebody else has the right qualifications, somebody else. I'm tired of standing out and standing up and being counted. But had Paul given up at this point, he would have lost out on the fulfillment of God's vision for his life that was there before the foundation of the earth. A vision to testify to kings and rulers. Hear me right, please. Listen carefully to what I'm going to tell you. Every one of us know what these human tendencies are. (laughs) I don't have to explain them to you. I don't have to remind you of them. You're being reminded of them enough. The problem is, most of us allow these human tendencies to keep us from fulfilling God's vision in our lives. There were 12 men. They went to spy the promised land. They come back. Ten of them said... It's impossible. There are giants in the land. We can't do it. What was God's vision? God's vision says, I've signed the deeds over of that land to you. (laughs) It's mine and I'm giving it to you. That was God's vision. And when they came back, they did not only miss out on God's vision for them, but they caused a whole nation to wander around in the desert for 40 years. Because they refuse to believe and obey God's vision for them. Be careful. Be careful of allowing your human tendency to deter you from fulfilling God's vision in your life. You know what yours are. Let me assure you, I know what mine are. Not only that God's vision will empower you to overcome human tendencies, but they're also secondly going to help you. Overcome natural inadequacies. Paul tells us that he had an eye problem that affected his sight. Couldn't see very well. He probably was squinting when he was talking to Agrippa. Paul tells us that he was not a very impressive man. That he does not really command attention when he walks into a room. Paul said of himself that he was not very eloquent. He couldn't speak all that well. One, just one of these inadequacies would have been enough to discourage him. One of these inadequacies would have been enough to deter him. One of these inadequacies would have been enough to get him to call a quits. What are your inadequacies? I sure know mine. And had I allowed my inadequacies to get in the way, most likely I wouldn't be standing before you today. Because mine is a long list. We all have inadequacies. So stop saying mine are bigger than somebody else's. We all have them. Our inadequacies are always there for us. They cannot escape our attention. They cannot escape our presence. They are forever there. But that's not the issue. The issue is, Will they hinder you? Will they cripple you? Will they render you ineffective for God? Paul was able to overcome his natural inadequacies because he knew that he was serving a powerful God. The problem is not that because you have some inadequacies. The problem is, who are you serving? Paul knew that his natural inadequacies Plus, God's adequacy are a mighty force. Paul knew that it is not by power nor by might, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. Paul knew that his natural inadequacies are only God's opportunities. Paul knew that his natural inadequacies are merely God's instruments to manifest His glory. So he would not allow his inadequacies, to put a stop, to halt God's vision in his life. What are your inadequacies? He overcame his human tendencies, he overcame his natural inadequacies. Thirdly, God's vision for Paul empowered him to overcome the surrounding obstacles. I had to think again and again of this whole situation. Paul in the court of the king. I mean, just think about it. It would have been very easy for him to be so overwhelmed with the incredible pomp and circumstance that was there. I mean, it would have been very easy for him to be overawed and awestruck by the show of pomp and power that surrounded the circumstances. It would have been easy for Paul to be intimidated by the governor Festus and and King Agrippa and by the generals and by the queen and by all the regalia that surrounded him in the palace. It would have been easy for Paul to be tempted to ingratiate himself with the authorities. It would have been a lot easy for him, but he didn't. And I thank God he didn't because he gave me and you a role model. The reason he did not get overwhelmed and overawed comes from right in here, confident of God's vision. And therefore, he was not going to get overwhelmed with the surrounding obstacles. Why? Because he wanted the king's salvation, not the king's favor. Because Paul wanted to glorify Jesus and not himself. Because Paul wanted to seek and save the lost. Not to save his skin or even his reputation. Because Paul wanted not only to tell the story of his own conversion, but he wanted the conversion of everyone who was listening to him. Festus may call him mad. Agrippa, scoff. At his attempt but it was jesus that paul wanted to please
0: this is leading the way with dr michael Yusuf, passionately proclaiming uncompromising truth around the world for more than 30 years if today's message has sparked questions You're invited to begin a conversation with a Leading the Way pastor. Review our FAQs page and perhaps fill out a contact form so you can speak with someone. Begin it all at ltw.org slash Jesus.
1: As we bring today's episode of
0: Leading the Way to a
1: close, allow me to invite you also to watch Leading the Way television. Each week, dig into the truth of God's Word and be challenged to love and serve the Savior. Leading the Way, television is available in most areas on TBN, Daystar, God TV, 9, 7, SCA, and more. Visit ltw.org for details. Once again, that's ltw.org.
0: And with that music, our time together has come to a close for today. Do listen again next time, won't you? This program is furnished by Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Connect via television, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and all of the social media networks. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.